once more greetings from Elfie's World. This is a place where we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and maybe even give you an opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. You know, I'm so glad you decided to join us today. It's great to have you with us. Now, today, we're presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, these are true stories which have often either been, well, maybe totally overlooked or, or sometimes not given quite the attention they deserve by the uh, professors of history. We're going to leave it to you to decide why they've been so neglected in the annals of time. My name is Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. Now, today, this is episode number 19 in our series, and it is entitled Tradition honor, patriotism. So, kick back, relax, and enjoy. Tradition, honor, patriotism. These are three words that have been emblazoned in the hearts of mankind since time immortal. And yet, how many individuals are ever called upon to make major sacrifices in their lives in order to live up to those three simple words? Well, one man truly did. His name was Lieutenant Haru Anoda, the last Japanese soldier to surrender from World War II. Born in 1922, Haru was drafted into the Japanese army in May of 1942. After limited action in China, he was selected for officer school and then sent on for secret intelligence training. Upon completion of all of his training, Haru was sent to the small Philippine island of Lubang to gather intelligence and direct guerrilla warfare. His orders as he would later recount in his autobiography, were, You are absolutely forbidden to die by your own hand. It may take years, but whatever happens, we will come back for you. You may have to live on coconuts, but under no circumstances are you to give up your own life voluntarily. But the end of the war for Japan was near. Soon, the American troops swept over the island. Eventually, there were only four Japanese soldiers left alive in that thick, mountainous terrain of Lubang. Anoda, Kasuka, Shimada, and Akatsu. In August of 1945, leaflets were dropped throughout the island, stating, the war ended August 15th, come down from the mountains. But the four warriors vowed to keep fighting. Then, in September of 1949, Akatsu deserted. Six months later, Anoda found a note from Akatsu saying that the Philippine soldiers had treated him like a friend. But the three survivors fought on. In 1952, a plane dropped letters and photos from their families and relatives, begging them to surrender. They, however, doubted their authenticity. As time passed, 
Shimada grew despondent, missing his wife and children. In May of 1954, when shots were exchanged with an island search party, Onada and Kasuka dove for cover. Shimada, however, stood tall, aimed his rifle, but never fired. He was killed with a single bullet. Now, only Onoda and Kasuka were left. As the years passed into decades, Onoda and Kasuka perfected their survival skills. Now, to mend their only suit of clothes, they made needles out of wire and thread from the hemp-like jungle plants. They lived primarily on bananas and coconut milk. For security, they always slept with their clothes on. Then, during a raid on a nearby rice field in 1972, Kasuka was killed. But what finally happened to Onoda, Japan's last soldier from World War II? Well... In 1973, after a failed search party left, Onada found a poem that read, Not even an echo responds to my call in the summery mountains. It had been written by his aged father, who was with the search party. Finally, in 1974, a Japanese student conducting his own search made contact with this last warrior. Anoda told him he would only surrender if ordered to by his superior officer, Major Taniguchi. After an exhaustive search, remarkably, the Major was found. Returning to Onoda, he relieved his last warrior of command. Onoda's thirty-year war was finally over. Upon his return to his homeland, Onada became so popular he was encouraged to run for their national parliament. His autobiography, No Surrender, My Thirty-Year War, was a bestseller. However, he grew unhappy being the subject of so much attention. Being troubled by what he saw as a decline in traditional Japanese virtues, such as patriotism, he followed his older brother, Tadeo, who migrated to Brazil. There he married and lived a life of solitude on his 2,800-acre cattle ranch. In 1984, having read of a Japanese teenager who had murdered his parents, Onada returned to Japan to establish the Onada Nature School, a camp for young people. In 1996, he revisited Lubang and donated $10,000 to establish a school. Onada died of a heart attack on January 16, 2014, in Tokyo. Because of the life he led, Lieutenant Haru Onada will always be a man who can be described as amazing and patriotically true.
Well, there you have it. Episode number 19, entitled Tradition, Honor, Patriotism. It is part of our weekly series entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, every week we feel privileged to present for your entertainment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true stories from history. Now, some of these narratives come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. Yeah, as a listener to this program, you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's price of $13.95, a mere $7 per book. And that includes shipping and handling. <laughs> now, for more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com, and click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now, I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Counsel. Expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Hoyne Tomish for the Piano Introduction. Dee music for Breakfast Piano Jingle. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning. 